0: Happy thoughts with Cat Hello and welcome back to the final episode of hashtag Thoughts With Cat Season 1. It has been such a special ride, and I can't wait for what the future has in store for this podcast and community. Today I am joined by the wonderful Michael Maloney, a.k.a. Michael M. Music, and we talk about his journey to music and why it means so much to him. It's a beautiful and empowering story. And as always, stay tuned at the end for a very special Things Lily Can't Stop Thinking About, where we reminisce on what these last few months on the podcast have taught us. And now, here is Michael. Hi, Michael.
1: Hi, uh, thanks so much for having me.
0: Oh, of course. Now, I forgot to ask you this. Do you go by Mike or Michael?
1: Yeah, I'd say in my older older years, I've definitely really come to appreciate Michael. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, I think it's a solid old school traditional name.
0: Yes, distinguished. Um,
1: But I do, of course. um, It was funny, I was away at a bachelor party this weekend and everyone was like, you know michael but then it was like all the guys were like did you go to buy mike, or mike or mike and then like the dads were there of the bride and the groom and they're like michael do you want to do mike and but then when things are co- more casual then it's like hey mike can you grab the doritos mm. um and i never always had glasses so i oh, found wow. that when i went into high school this is the journey uh when i got into <laughs> high school then you know, meeting all these, all these people, like suddenly have glasses, Um, but I never really enjoyed having glasses, especially they didn't fit my face. They were too small.
2: So I'd always
1: try them on my head. And then suddenly I became Mike. And without even asking, everyone would say, Hey Mike. And then as soon as I brought it down to see the board, it's like Michael. So I've always had this weird duality Mm. thing, but I'd say mostly Michael.
0: Well, the glasses are on, so I'm gonna go with Michael.
1: Sure. The second
0: the glasses come off, you are Mike. That's it.
1: Okay. And uh, then yourself, (laughs) do you have a preference?
0: That's a great question. Thank you for asking. Because Katrina. No one okay. No one really calls me cat, but thoughts with Katrina felt like a lot in your mouth when you say it. And thoughts with cat just like rolled off the tongue. So now people call me Kat and I really like it. I just never grew up with a nickname. I don't know why, but yeah, please call me Kat, Katrina. I'll stick with Kat. Perfect.
1: Oh, well. I think anything with a K is really cool.
0: Oh, yes. Thank you. So if the listeners haven't figured out by now, yeah, the- <laughs> this is the first time that you and I are meeting. Mm-hmm right? So this name, this is very
1: important. Yes, this is, this is, they were getting our our names down.
0: Yes. So names, check. Amazing. So I always love to start with the question, Mm. what has made you smile today?
1: Um, So I'm a physical therapist Mm -hmm. and um, as much as hard as you try, you want to try to get everyone better. Not everyone necessarily gets better. Yeah. Um, But one guy um, came in Two or three months ago, with kind of a nagging knee pain um, from like a soccer injury, but he mm. had ACL meniscus surgery years ago, and I know he was heartbroken about it. And I kept telling him, like, I, I, I think your is still really good. I just think maybe the meniscus is a bit irritated, and um, let's just say MRI confirmed. Boom. Nice. Um, he's gotten a bit better, um, and unfortunately, due to scheduling and life, uh, it's been a few weeks since he came in and he came in today and I already had this huge packet of exercises prepared for him and some of them were a doozy. And he's like, you know, I don't know if I'm ever going to get hundred percent better and I'm like, well, you're squatting, you can go up and down the stairs better now. And I showed him all these, these things and we just did a few, we did like one set of 10 of a few things and he was like, oh, I'm not very strong. And I'm like, no, but you will get stronger and your knee will get more stable
0: mm-hmm. and soon
1: you will run <laughs> you your Sunday pickup soccer games. And he, um, he left a little bit more hopeful. And yeah. he was like, I can do this. And I was really, really proud of that.
0: And That's we've amazing. become like
1: movie buddies and talked about all the movies we watched during quarantine.
0: Oh, and I love I'm, that. really
1: glad about how that went today.
0: Good. Well, that is a great thing that like, when you look back at the day, you're like, yeah, that made me smile today. And you definitely made them smile too. So that's a win-win as much as we love to perform that feeling of that you're giving to others through like what you get to do with physical therapy. You also get to do that with your music, which we'll get into, but it just, it just means a lot to find a job that we love to do that serves others as well as ourselves. So thank you for, that's a great example of smiling today. We love that. Okay, so let's talk about how we don't know each other. This is the first like, time. Yeah. Um, so how did you find me? And then tell me like a really fast forward version of your life from birth to now. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Michael's face was like, um, well, you did not prepare me for that those are, one. <laughs>
1: uh, those are two different things.
0: Okay. So how did you find me?
1: Yeah. Well, um, so I'm from the Boston area. I was raised okay. in Medford. Um, I live and, right near Medford. Oh my goodness. Go, go Mustangs.
0: Go Mustangs. Uh, <laughs>
1: Home of Jingle Bells, by the way.
0: Fun Jingle
1: Bells was written in Medford Square.
0: Whoa! Uh, Cool.
1: Claim to fame. Um, uh, But I've been in Somerville uh, for a few years now, and um, so I don't know if either the Instagram gods kind of know algorithms and things, but definitely just like a month or so ago on my news feed, um, kind of, you know, there there's all, there's a lot of Marvel things that I've been seeing. I've been watching a lot of Marvel. And of course. COVID.
2: Yes.
1: And then all of a sudden there was this um, woman that looked like you uh-huh. uh, with like spirally squiggly shapes all around you. And it just looked kind of um, quirky and fun and positive. And I just got curious and I had to give it a click. And then, you know, did some searching i was like oh i think they're like in the somerville at boston area and this is just like an awesome person doing their own thing uh during a, a dark time yeah. this last year and um kind of checked out the vibe of everything and it just was so positive and really cool so clicked follow and um just more kind of reached out to you thinking mm-hmm. probably not who knows but as a a local musician and I I came out with an album uh, a few months ago and um, definitely it's like it's definitely difficult to kind of break through absolutely um, especially when in in the winter there was nowhere to play right Um, so just been like well it's podcast and she seems really cool maybe she'd be really cool and let's just kind of reach out and just who knows I don't know who knows and okay goodbye and uh, thankfully you were very sweet and you said yeah let's learn about your music and be part of your your podcast journey and everything and then you were telling me that today is the finale of your first season which is a huge accomplishment
0: yes and
1: hopefully uh hopefully I'm not stealing your thunder but saying no. like wow like we could totally like hopefully in the future you can really run with this and create more of this web network That's with what more I hope. people that you don't know and just creating this positivity Charlotte's Web world out into the world.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. thank you. That means so much to me. And uh, right, like the, there, it could be a huge web of network and connections, which is something that is so important to me and something that I want to be able to give to others. So I'm so happy that you reached out and that we're here. Yeah. Um, now, the other question I asked you oh, yeah. might be the whole <laughs> podcast. So here's my thought. What if we jump in, we started talking about music, right? That's how we Mm -hmm. um, came together to have this episode. So I want you to start in on my thought for you, which I think will then also Mm -hmm. answer my other question as time goes on. But Mm -hmm. my thought for you is to talk about how you got started in this music. Um, And to finish that thought, in this music business, and what your hope is for the music that you're putting out there right now for your audience. What is it that you want them to connect to? And the floor is yours.
1: Really all began when I was about five or six. Um, I um, I was a normal, healthy kid. Um, but all of a sudden, um, I developed this hip condition called leg calf parthes, um, which just happens in some six to 10 year olds um, where the bone doesn't grow in the right way uh, for who knows why. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and that really made a lot of things uh, very physically difficult, Um, sitting, standing, walking. um, I couldn't participate in sports, uh, in school, certain things at gym. Yeah. Um, So I myself did many years of physical therapy Wow, Balding um, Rehab uh, in their Malden, uh, Medford, Medford office. Um, uh, and um, during, during that time, it was probably very isolated from other kids my age in the neighborhood and at school um, and not being able to do kind of rollerblading or, yeah. or hockey or, you know, all the sports the kids do. Um, and I think I had always demonstrated a, uh, affinity towards music. Um, probably, you know, probably around seven or eight. Um, I think my parents started to, to think that, you know, I think this kid really would love to do something with music. And I, you know, we think that this would be a great outlet for him just to have mm. something to do. So, um, you know, around eight is when I started piano lessons and, um absolutely loved it. And I took lessons for like a decade. And over those years I had uh, a nun as a teacher, uh, one or two like very strict, like Russian classical oh, yes. pianists. I had a, a guy who did a lot of theater um, and, uh, and a few other people along the way, um, but started in the kids choir kind of simultaneously. So started doing some singing and piano um, and then also did a lot of f- theater when I was a kid, um, especially in the Winchester Cooperative Theater.
0: Okay, the I work summer. in Winchester right now. So that's pretty oh cool. Goodness. Winchester. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, and it's a great, great area. I love Very. the downtown mm-hmm. Winchester area. Um, so there was this kind of um, morphing of as, as kind of my physical well being started to kind of come along. Um, I was really kind of growing with my love of music um, and then starting to Mm -hmm. perform a bit more and create, started writing parody songs. Oh, fun. My hero, Weird Al, (laughs) when I was 10. Um, And then I discovered the Beatles and then kind of put Weird Al to the side. Um, But kind of used that kind of foundation as like, how do you put syllables into a melody and how do melodies work with... Chord progressions, and then you're starting to, you know, I got this like big Beatles book with all t- like 200 plus songs, and wow. after a while, you're you're starting to see uh, trends and and like form song structures, and you just kind of start to figure it out on your own, and you kind of think like, oh, I wonder if I could do something like this too, and um, and then kind of came to maybe middle school, um, then I started like kind of writing little jingle songs for projects and then kind of realizing that later on at lunch you know kids are like singing the the song that i wrote about new hampshire or 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 whatever and kind of how wonderful that feeling is Mm -hmm. um, to create like a melody that is beyond yourself that is like beyond the cassette tape walkman recorder um, at home and now it's like on the other side of the cafeteria um, and especially as a kid who was a little isolated, um, it was a really nice way to be seen um, mm. by your peers um, for something that you really love doing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, as I think as the years went on, I started writing a bit more, um, and I got really involved in music. Um, do a lot of music for churches on the North Shore in Boston. Yeah. Um, done masses. Funerals, weddings, choir practices. Uh, I've accompanied a few high school musical productions. Mm-hmm. Um, I've so just a s-
0: few things.
1: Just a few, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just to the to show like the array. Yeah. Um, I'm in an Irish cover band, also with uh, my friend from high school. And okay, his, hold and hold father. that.
0: Thought. We're gonna have to hold that. Thought. What yeah. what is an Irish cover band?
1: Yeah. So for purposes we we do all traditional irish
0: songs that is the coolest thing i have ever heard yeah do you know i tell me ma when i come home
1: i'll tell me ma when i come home yeah Yep.
0: love that one. one
1: leave yep girls alone yes toe tapper
0: That's that me. is a toe tapper. we used to yeah, sing once. it yeah. every year for the celtic arts festival in high school Oh, wow yeah
1: I guess that gets the kids thumping their thumping their feet
0: yeah <laughs> so where do yeah. where does this band play
1: yeah we um, we we're doing a lot on the South shore um, in recent years uh, like Norwood um, Canton uh, what's it called uh, Weymouth uh, we've done a few things around like senior clubs and a few nursing homes yeah um, the nursing we doing, homes love that song. They love.
0: Oh my they god! They love the
1: toe tappers. They
0: love. I tell me ma, just say. It. Love, it's the only song ma. I
1: know. Yeah. Um. Oh. And uh. And then also we, we were playing a lot at Waxy O'Connor's in Lexington, I believe. Oh, cool. We were doing a lot there, kind of a year or two before, um, everything kind of closed.
0: Right. Right. Um.
1: And then kind of more, due to unfortunately. Um, personal reasons uh, in the family of the other two guys, um, we're having to be a little more uh, restrictive um, yeah. um, kind of careful with with what we're doing now. Um, but we're still open to some ideas. So we already just got booked for um, a gig in March uh, a church in Bedford um, that we've played at the last few years. Um, so you know we got something. We're a little bit on on a lull right now. Um, yeah. But,
0: Which makes sense. I feel like many, many musicians are in that same boat, especially when many musicians, many artists are now thinking about um, your health as well as going out and performing. I know, like, that's something that I am struggling with, too, of, you know, even personally, like mental health, like, can I, do I have it in me to go out there and perform right now? Not so much, but there are other mm-hmm. people that do, and that's absolutely okay because everyone is on their own journey to get there.
2: I yeah. know you know
0: that. I just, feel, I, I just I do. put in and out in the space.
1: Yeah, and I and most most recently um, this summer, I was um, I had an opportunity to do. I, I did kind of like five weeks at the burn, um, mm. just as myself. The guy was like, "Hey, what are you doing in two days?" <laughs> and to go from not having done. Um, you know, uh, so with the, with my band, the Boston Harbor Boys, we did two or three shows last March, um, and that's when everything was kind of starting to get a little iffy. Um, but as myself, as a solo artist, I haven't played like a solo bar gig probably since I think like November, uh, December of nineteen. Um,
0: mm.
1: So when he, <clears throat> sorry, when he, um, okay. Dentine nice. eyes. <laughs> um, yeah. So when he said like, "Could you do this in two days?" Then in my head, I was like, "You know, do I want to do this? Um, can I do this? I don't know if I physically can do a three-hour gig. I don't know if I remember how to do. Yeah. Um, and then, do I want to? Um, how am I feeling about the layout? And um, but, thankfully, was really proud of doing it. It was outside they kind of had this makeshift kind of patio in their parking lot mm-hmm. and it all felt very very safe and great and because it's the burn I was allowed to well they don't really care what I did but so I did you know some Irish songs and then I did some classic rock that I love and some 90s mm-hmm. and kind of bit of everything um but but because like those Irish tones I did I'll tell me ma oh, yes. and uh and that was great um and I'm definitely glad that, you know, in the middle of the summer I was able to do that. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, kind of being a little bit more um, cognizant of uh, how the near future is going to go. Um, so I don't know, um, but I'm really glad that I did that then. And yes. I can say, yes, I did this. And like people responded really well. And all my, all these different friends were coming every week. Um, because normally when you do a gig it's like oh I couldn't make it let me know when you have the next gig and I never know when I have the next gig but this time I said oh I'm here for the next four weeks and every week these different people from my life dropped in Uh, these old clients of mine at my last job came with their husbands because I treated like their whole family and that was really wild Um, some different friends from an improv class I took before everything closed down And some of these situations where people like who said, we haven't really been out in over a year
2: together.
1: And that was so powerful. Um, So it was really great. Like through music and kind of just taking this jump was great for other people and how it was touching everybody.
0: Yeah. I think music is such a um, universal language a way that we can all emotionally connect that words are just not enough. Um, mm-hmm. And so I know for those people who could share in that experience with you, I mean, it, it changes everything. It changes your whole perspective of what it means to be present, what it means to experience something with a person right next to you. Um, and to kind of go off of that I have two questions. (laughs) One Mm -hmm. is, um, are you branching into more? I mean, I know you've, you've, I've listened to your stuff and you've sent me some of your stuff. Are you branching into more of like a solo artist right now? Um, Or have you been a solo artist even with this band? That's my first question.
1: um, Maybe a bit of both. Okay. Um, I mean, we've all, um, so it's, it's really cool. These are, these are, again, it's my friend from high school and his dad, and we all kind of do our own things. We've always done our own things, but in high school, especially, um, my friend Ryan and I discovered our mutual love of the Beatles, um, and kind of similar, uh, British, uh, rock, Mm -hmm. uh, and did a lot of open mics and coffee houses in high school. And um, but he was definitely, a li- he's a little bit more into like, you know, like Green Days, American Idiot was coming out. He's, he's a little bit more like Nirvana, mm-hmm,
0: a mm-hmm. little bit
1: more, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: and then it's cool that we both have this like Beatles thing, um, because then I'm a bit more fluffy, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> light, uh, kind of poppy for, for rock Um, and then Eddie, uh, the father, um. He's really into, um, I don't know, uh, like folk, songwriters, but he, he's got a big like uh, musical theater background. Uh, when he was younger, he, he went to Berkeley. Um, and so so individually we've all done our own things and specifically for Irish music, like we all have our own Venn diagrams of the kind of Irish music that we like. Um, I tend to like um, like the, the classic, traditional songs and i think you should really do them yes traditionally and like don't mess with them yep and then ryan is a bit more into um like the pogues or um the flog and molly they're like a a heavier grittier like scottish punk rock band makes sense and then then it's like
0: the green day of the green day of
1: scotland got it you know literally the green
0: the green yeah green
1: day Um, And then, and Eddie's into, there are these groups called um, like the Clancy brothers
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and more like in the 60s, they kind of had this big influence um, on like the New York folk scene with like Dylan and Joan Baez and all that. Mm. So kind of, kind of traditional too, but a little bit more like a little more
0: dry from my standards. Uh huh. Um, we won't. So tell, don't tell anyone. Tell any <laughs> um,
1: but definitely, it was really important in bringing Irish music to like the American masses. Yeah, so that's a, that's very important. Um, and then I also love this guy named Glenn Hansard, who was in the movie Once. Yes, which I'm not sure if you have seen the musical Once.
0: Yes, I've seen both the musical and yeah. the movie. Yes. Yep.
1: Both are great in their own ways. Mm -hmm. And the soundtrack is
0: beautiful. Just gorgeous.
1: So yeah. And if you can see Glenn Hansard live, nothing is better.
0: Okay, Um, good to know. So we all have
1: our own thing. We've all done kind of bar gigs on our own or um, Eddie and I have done a lot of like nursing home performances separately. And then we all have our own things with Irish music. and so kind of the thing that we love is that when we get together, we kind of try to blend all of them together, especially harmonies. right um, oh,
0: love that.
1: Yeah, we um, you know I've always kind of also done solo things, but I think um, you know with the recent years that they've just been so busy. Um, yeah. And I did a lot of recording of songs in high school. I just was writing all these songs and then, you know, life gets really busy and then you can't sit down and record or yeah. write. Yeah, yep. Um, and I was also so behind on the technology where I was recording on <clears throat> some really basic stuff. You know, and my friends, I'm kind of the old guy, uh, the old soul. And they're like, Michael, you need to record digitally. It sounds so bad. And I'm like, okay. This is years ago, so.
0: It's like, this was yesterday, so I had to fix it. It was
1: <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> and so kind of the, the first kind of idea was like, how do I like record digitally using recording software? Um, and there was a lot of pressure to like record for the first time. So I actually wrote these children's songs um, in like 2013 about. And uh, kind of used it as like a way to flex the buttons on the keyboard and the, mm-hmm. the recording software. And I worked with my friend, uh, another friend from high school, um, at, up in his attic, up in Medford. And just one summer, I just kind of did this thing, like how to learn how to use recording software. Um, and I was really very proud of that album. It was called Music for Young Ears. Oh. The, the big song is called Hot Cocoa. Um, sounds good but then uh oh it's it well really hot cocoa was great yeah <laughs> um but you know then I entered PT school and that is just like non-stop yeah. trimesters and um so at that point I was realizing like I, I really need to um I really need to solidify like some old songs of mine and some new songs and really try to present them uh You know put put a nice hat on them and present Mm -hmm. them to the world but when you're so busy with grad school um and you know i was living all around boston um you know the orange line was behind me so if i was recording the acoustic guitar i'd have to wait or double check like okay the train went by or if it was too late you want to respect yeah roommates um and so it took a long time to do every little part of the song. Um, wow. And then just kind of a few years went by, and um, uh, it, it just became really important that, um, you know. So I, I did a semester in Dublin, and I was oh, cool. performing at this bar called the International, and I uh, was doing a lot of Irish cover songs. And then they would always say, Well, give us something that you wrote. And at the time I hadn't written anything in a long time. And some of the songs um, were um, a little emotionally heavy for me. They carried a lot of weight Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: maybe personally, I didn't want to visit them again, um, but decided, yeah, let's give this a go. It's been some time and then got this really wonderful response from this little tiny room of people all sitting down on these little stools or sitting on their knees and one guy had like a djembe in the back and just everyone was just so quiet and respectful of music and it was wonderful and and then i kind of got this idea that i should really revisit some old songs too and kind of i fell in love with those songs again and what they represented and wow some nice times from the past so over a few years, probably four or five years, through the various apartments around Boston, recorded a guitar part here, some vocals here, keyboard, bass guitar, ukulele, what wow. have you, and started to figure out, like you know, what what songs could make an album, um, and knowing that you know a few of these songs are kind of weird, and maybe I like them, but I don't know if other people are gonna like them. Um, but realizing that kind of this project uh, is spanning about a decade. So I wrote all 15 songs written over about 10 years. And I decided to put the album in chronological order in which I wrote them. Wow. So, you know, even my friend Billy, who came back to help me make this album, kind of had his own input. And he said, I think the, the pacing would be better if we put the tracks here and there. And I was like, oh, that's really good. That's a really good idea. You know, that song is a good peak. Do some slowest numbers, faster. Um, But when it came down to it, kind of the the whole process of it all was about my story.
0: Mm. And
1: if it doesn't make sense to anyone else, like I know what it's about. I can relive, um, you know, the first two songs are in high school and then next three or four I was at UMass Boston and then the next few I was at Northeastern for PT um, and then maybe you know kind of the last one or two were kind of towards the end. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I know what it's about and that was very important for me. Um, but it
0: feels like that's I mean that journey is something something that everybody can relate to and connect to, right that yes, this is extremely personal for you. Um, but everything that you were feeling in high school, there are going to be people who felt the same way and to, and to hear that and to know like, Hey, when Michael was feeling like that at 15 years old, I was too, I'm not alone. Um, and I think that is so powerful. What's this album called? I gotta tell the people. Called
1: January hopeful.
0: That's awesome. January hopeful. Yeah.
1: My birthday's in January. Um, so
0: you're Capricorn?
1: And Capricorn. Very nice. <laughs> uh, you?
0: Virgo. Virgos Virgo, and Capricorns oh. are very organized. Oh. Work well together. Cool.
1: Wait, when's your birthday?
0: September 3rd.
1: September. Oh my goodness. that's almost coming up. Yeah. Uh, happy true. Labor Day.
0: Oh, Thank you. Sometimes yes. you
1: get that long weekend for your birthday.
0: I do. And I get it this weekend. Well, this year. Um, my birthday's on the Friday, and then I have the long weekend.
1: All weekend to celebrate.
0: That's right. Everyone, stop your plans. No, I'm just kidding. It's like the whole world has no. Just, please, like, go about your Labor Day weekend. Virgo. That's right. I don't know. Um, so my final question for you, what do you hope your audience gets out of your music?
1: Maybe one or two things. I I think importantly, um, you know, so when I was when I was telling kind of thinking of how to tell my story, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I've been so involved in this band for a few years and all these other musical outlets um, and realizing that it's really important that I have my own voice be heard Mm -hmm. and my own story. And that's kind of scary.
0: Yes,
1: um, because it's very intimate and exposing, and this is me, and I wrote that lyric, and this happened to me, and you could say, what was that line about? Was that about that and that? I'll say, yeah, and it's a little kind of scary to revisit some of that, but it's very important um, uh, the last few years um, for me to make sure that I have a voice and that that we all feel comfortable sharing our voice and Mm. sharing what you do and what is your passion. And hopefully that can connect to others and inspire them to make sure that they find their quote unquote voice yeah. in whatever it is and that they don't hold it back. Even if it takes mm. you five years to make this project, just to let it out into the world. Yes. And last summer, um, you know, with everything closing down, my friend Billy, who does um, a lot of live music, had a lot of time all of a sudden. And last year, we did a lot of the post-production together. Um, he put his heart and soul into, you know, kind of changing the sounds of certain things. And, and I had heard certain songs a certain way. And he would throw a mix to me and say, what do you think about this? And I'd say, oh, man, I that's so different from how I've been hearing it for all these years. Right. But also kind of accepting, you know, someone else is coming in and saying, no, this is, maybe this child of yours should look like this. And I say, wow, that child is still really beautiful. Mm. And I've never seen them like that before. And that was really uh, an interesting process to just kind of give, Um, but I had this really close, well, we were working from afar, even before COVID, um, we started kind of post-production in like 2019. Um, but we never met in person. We were yeah. just doing Dropbox for all 15 songs. Um, mm-hmm. And last summer, um, during like a pause, he just, one day he just listened to the whole album from beginning to end. And he uh, he he's okay with me sharing this. He said he got really emotional.
2: Wow. And
1: that um, that it, I think that there's a, uh, there's a quote I put somewhere. Um, where he kind of said that these songs remind me. Oh
0: yeah, uh, I have it. Do you want me to read it?
1: Oh, sure, yeah. He texted it to me and then I just like stole it. And I said, Billy, I'm gonna steal this.
0: No, it's beautiful. All these songs are about connection, the longing for it, the joy of it, even occasionally the pain of it. I think it's the type of album a lot of people could use right now.
1: Right in the chest.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: Billy. Yeah,
0: Billy. Billy but, I don't know you, yeah. but
1: he's Billy, a really we cool, love you weird, wacky, and wonderful guy.
0: Aren't we all? I... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. Yeah. So
1: yeah, I woke up to that text from him one day, and I just like, just I just couldn't couldn't. It just was so wild to know that that had an effect on my friend. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this last year has been really difficult for all of us for many different reasons. And even though we've been seeing a lot of each other now uh, in recent months, it still hasn't been quite the same. Right. And um,
0: And I don't think it ever will be the same. Yeah. But that's okay.
1: That's okay. But as long as we keep connecting digitally or... Yeah. Through texts or shout out your window <laughs> or from a park. Um, that's going to be so important that we keep doing that and trying to connect with other people.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, creating together and being
0: together. Yeah.
1: So um, hopefully, if you give this album a spin on the turntable, that's right. Um, you'll see kind of my own journey of. Love and, and loss, and the joys and beauty, and the pain of it, and then trying to find it again and and just not surrendering, just keep on soldiering on and connecting with people around in your world.
0: I love that. So, the album is Jimmy's Very <sighs> Hopeful. Mm. Um, and it's can I find it on Spotify? Yep, all of that.
1: Yeah, Great. all of the places. So exactly I, where
0: you might be listening to this yeah. podcast, you could find oh, wow. Michael's album. Amazing. Whoa. Yep, and then it's oh facebook.com slash Michael M. Music and also on Instagram, same thing, at Michael M. Music.
1: You're amazing.
0: <laughs> um, I think you are an amazing human being. Your energy, your... Kindness. I mean, you are, you are an incredible human. I'm really, really glad that technology has brought the two of us together. You will definitely be someone I call when I need anything. (laughs) Um, Yeah, a little like
1: Mark Zuckerberg, Instagram algorithm made this happen. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. That's weird. Wonderful. Yes. All right. Are you ready to play the random
0: question game, Katrina's random question game? You doing, you ready?
1: Let's do this.
0: Okay, here we go.
1: Swig of cold, strong water here.
0: Yep, take a swig of that. Here we go.
1: wants to be a millionaire? Very good.
0: Thank you. Yeah. What seemingly innocent question makes you think it's a trap?
1: Maybe. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, um, so I want I could go with like a Star Wars, Reference because oh. it's a trap. Um, it could be like, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Um, oh. or it could be like, How do you I don't I feel I don't know why, but this is going in my head of how do you how do you take your eggs?
0: Oh I don't know
1: why. I feel like you, feel you learn like that's a lot a trap? About someone it was like, How do you take your eggs? And then I don't want it to be the wrong answer for someone.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, like, Michael, over, over, that's interesting.
1: Easy. Uh, I mean, ha, hard-boiled, Hard? I mean... Uh,
0: you like poached? <laughs>
1: scrambled I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why they, that makes no sense, but to let's me, go with that one.
0: I love that one. That makes complete sense to me. Or maybe Admiral
1: Akbar asking me, how, how did you take your eggs? <laughs> I'd say, it's a trap.
0: That's right. That was a See? Dork. Tie it all in. Boom. Boom. All right, this one is more, um, not as silly, but if you could give everyone just one piece of advice, what would it be? If you could give everyone Mm. just one piece of advice, what would it be?
1: I'd say try your best to always stay in the moment, always stay in the present. If you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed, there's, that technique of saying okay is there something something i can i can i can see is there something i can hear is there something i can feel and if something is coming your way and you're starting to do a domino and think about tomorrow and the next week just know that that's that's for later and today is today and try to that's what I've learned yeah. in the, in my old age, especially this last year, mm-hmm. that too. I don't know. I don't know. But why waste my energy on, on that when I yeah. can breathe and I have today. So mm. that's my advice. That is stay beautiful in the moment.
0: Advice. Snaps. Snaps. Oh snap. Um oh snap. Okay, question number three. This mm. is two more questions. What keeps you up at night?
1: How people take their eggs. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, sometimes, uh, you know, with with my, my work, I uh, am constantly like editing myself and trying to um, sometimes relive how my sessions went earlier in the day with my mm. clients and making sure Did I do the right thing? Did I utilize my time wisely? Um, Did I get my points across to this specific individual? Did I meet them at their learning style? Um, Or did I miss something when I was trying to solve a problem on an evaluation or things? So I, I, I tend to take my work very personally. um, And sometimes that, bites away at me yeah Um, and so those can sometimes keep me awake um, but then refer to question number two at the last few months in particular i've been trying to remain more present and just say you know i'm trying my best and i don't know everything but god knows i tried and hopefully help them something and like something is better than nothing
0: absolutely
1: uh, so how about that
0: Mm. Mm. mm, Michael, coming in mm. with Alopeño these. sauce. <laughs> coming in strong. Okay, this is a fun <laughs> one. Last question. What odd talent do you have?
1: Oh no, a lot of people kind of know, I'm kind of predictable at this point. Um, you know, everyone knows like the music stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, sometimes I do good like impressions. Uh, I'm just weird. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, this is just the first thing that's in my head. Yes. My roommates will confirm with this. Okay. Um, As you now know, I'm a little bit of a dork. Mm -hmm. And I actually really love the Planet of the Apes film franchise. Mm -hmm. And one of of my passions is to do a um, movie by movie, like, installment of the first original five movies and then (laughs) the Tim Burton reboot remake and then the new reboot trilogy. (laughs) And then I just say like how it was all so beautifully laid out and how things kind of get weird at three and four, um, but then it ties it up at part five. And it's kind of this weird thing that I kind of have to also like finish it. So if you at a party, you better sit down Because you're gonna hear about this for 10 minutes and I got my graphs out.
2: Wow. And you're gonna
1: learn more things about the planet of the apes than you wish you'd ever known.
0: What that is exciting. Not (laughs) I don't know why. You don't have to know why. It is part of who you are. I don't know why.
1: (laughs) She swallowed the fly. Yeah, so there you go. I don't know. That's That's amazing. Some eggs.
0: Some, Some eggs in the
1: moment. In the eggs moment. Eggs in the moment with mistakes in the past. Mm. Leading all around to the plan of the apes, which is about the future and the past.
0: Whoa. First of all, Wait. thank you. Because I love when we tie it all together. My brain does a little happy dance. It goes do 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 because it's very a happy. Little,
1: uh-huh. That's
0: that's what happens. Um, wow, Michael, you I am speechless. This conversation is amazing, oh, no. in a good way.
1: You do a podcast; you can't be speechless.
0: <sighs> yep. Oh, the the dogs, dogs agree. Dog. <laughs> Over easy. Yes, mm. um, Michael, it is such a pleasure to meet you and to get to know you a little bit more. And um,
1: oh my God, Sam, thank hope you. This is... ha- thank you for having me and doing of course. all of this and for all of that you are and be all that you can be and just keep being you please for all of our sake,
0: please. <laughs> I will, I promise I will. And same to you, keep being you. Um, is there anything else Thanks. you wanna let the people know?
1: Um, well, I guess I, I've been slowly, if, if you'd love it to be in like a music video, I, I'm trying <gasps> to do like yes. a new um, kind of zoomy video for a song of mine called Back to Boston. I made a video many years ago, and it's been an idea. I've kind of the response has been lackluster. I've only had four or five handful of people. But if if people would love to participate, you can send me a message on Facebook or the Instagram um, or my email, Michael Maloney nineteen mm. ninety at Gmail. Um, or I'll just see if something else happens in the future. Or I'm working on a lot of new music too during the last few months and would love the idea of collaborating from a distance and just trying different genres, just connecting the world.
0: Sweet. Yeah. Amazing. So I will even put that in my little bio for it. Oh my goodness. To like get people involved. However, this sounds really fun. So maybe you'll have (laughs) me involved in that as
1: well.
0: However, nobody take the job. I want the job. (laughs) Poached. Poached. I like my eggs, but poached. Poached. That's right. Well, Michael, thank you wow, so I've much. Had,
1: thank you. This was a lot of fun.
0: This is a lot of fun. And um, I'll see you around.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll even see each other like in reality sometime.
0: Whoa, let's bright. not get crazy, Michael. I was
1: kidding. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Bye everyone. Bye. Bum, 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 bum. Happy thoughts of cat. It's things Lily can't stop thinking about.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a very extra special segment. We have things Lily can't stop thinking about. Final thoughts with Kat. With Kat. (laughs) Welcome, (laughs) Kat.
0: Thank you, Lily. So happy to be here.
2: (laughs) I'm so happy that we are here together on the (laughs) Zoom the zoom uh, and here
0: the viewers can know that we're about to be together for the next two months because you're coming to live (laughs) with me big
2: news i'm coming back (laughs) to (laughs) boston
0: (laughs) hi yes lily is booked and blessed and is going to be my roommate for two months which means we're just going to be snuggling and eating good food and watching love island and it's going to be so I'm just so excited to have you next to me at all times.
2: (laughs) I'm very excited. It's like such a quick turnaround and that we pulled this plan together so quickly, but I'm feeling very excited and grateful to have your beautiful nest to land into.
0: Oh, anytime. My nest is your nest. (laughs) Well, I think actually that
2: brings us right into what we wanted to talk today, which is Gratitude and what we have learned yes. from this podcast adventure.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Oh my god, One
2: is is coming to an end. We have, you know, this finale segment here. And um I'm so happy to be doing this finale segment with you.
0: Me too. I couldn't do it without you.
2: This has been such a such a cool gift that you have um and journey that you've taken me on. So I, I think for me, if, if I may
0: yes. start off,
2: I think the thing that I have learned the most or, or the thing that I'm taking with me from this experience is this sense of awareness and thoughtfulness that I have noticed within myself in my daily life, thinking about things I can't stop thinking about every week. I've just felt very connected to the, the little things. Mm. So the things that I might not usually think are that big or that important or that special have actually become the things I can't stop thinking about. Books that I'm reading, things that I'm listening to, new things that I'm discovering. And I think that attention to detail has been really grounding.
0: Mm. I love that. That's what I was thinking about, too, of how even, you know, what I keep seeing Belinda Lindas, I don't remember which yeah. episode you talked about it on, but
2: it might have been the first one.
0: Yeah. You brought Those them up and like- mm-hmm. you were like, you got to follow them. And so I did. And now they're kind of popping up everywhere. They had an interview with Sandra. Oh, they had an interview with Amy yes. Poehler. And I'm like, wow, Lily discovered that and like talked about it on the podcast before Like, I even knew that they were so popular. So, yeah, I feel like I have so many things that I'm grateful for with this podcast. The one thing that comes to mind first is the feeling that it was something I didn't think I could actually do Mm. until I just did it and I ripped the Band-Aid and it was something I had talked about for a while of uh, when it was an IGTV, how fun would it be if it became a podcast? So I had 15 episodes on IGTV and this is episode 20. So 35 episodes. Mm. Yeah. All wow. together. And that's just a massive accomplishment. Okay. And I feel like after a couple years of, Uncertainty and feeling unproductive in the way that I'm used to. This helped me feel like I can be in charge and that I have good ideas, um, and that nobody could tell me I couldn't do it. Exactly. And that, was, that was a really important and special thing for me to learn, and I that's that's the first thing that comes to mind with this podcast.
2: That's incredible. That's so, I think that's so powerful too. That idea of, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So you might as well just try something. Yeah. And, you know, like that whole idea of why not me? Well, why can't I have a podcast? Why can't I try something I've never tried before? Why can't I teach myself how to edit and produce and schedule something I've never tried before like why not me why not right. you right? right it's 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 that fine line of of doing and not doing of thinking and then stopping yourself before you do the thing right but it's really a tiny little line so if you let yourself just step over it and start doing the thing you're thinking about the thinking about it is scarier than the doing it.
0: Oh yeah mm-hmm. definitely and it just felt so natural to be able to connect that's the other thing is um I got to reconnect with so many people I got to meet a couple new people I got to deepen my relationships and friendships with others like did you come on episode like five or six it was like one of the first yeah and and then it was just like the dynamic and the and the excitement it was to have that time with each other I was like this is this has to be a part of this all the time
2: yeah to have like a a scheduled time to be together was great because I know I'm sure everyone can relate to this that no matter how well meaning your intentions are of staying connected to friends it's really hard it's so hard it's so much work and, and there's so much guilt involved I think with with how you um or at least for myself of like how I connect with friends like am I putting enough work into it am I making them feel like I am this important this relationship is important to me and so for us we were able to take a time every week to connect yeah Mm, and it was so nice and I feel like it just sort of happened yeah which is all the best things almost happen that way right like
0: there was just, never any pressure yeah, on this podcast. Just,
2: exactly. That's such a great word. Pressure. There was no pressure. Nope. There were no expectations nope. for, you know, or, or, you know, a plan of like what this needed to be. It became what it became.
0: Yeah. There was one goal and it was to lie. I lied. Two goals. Two One was, it was a platform for people to talk about things that were important to them. And I really wanted to give that space, especially because I know how important that space is for me. And I wanted to create an environment for others. And the other thing that I wanted to make sure this podcast did was make people smile. And that was what the first question was on every episode. What has made you smile today? I just want people to hear that little theme song and be like, okay, I can take a breath. This is going to be a happy moment. I'm going to learn something new. I'm going to walk away with a thought that I may have not had before. And that's all I ever want this to be. So as it forms and recreates itself in whatever it's going to be for season two with the two of us back in it, um, as long as it makes people smile, I'm going to be a happy girl.
2: Absolutely. And I think with, 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 that as your goal, it's something that is, it's simple and attainable. Yeah. And it, I like when you just sort of pare things down in life to like, I just want to smile or make someone else smile. It's simple, but it's sort of infinite it can take shape in lots of different ways. And I think there's something really cool in that. I mean, with every conversation that you've had, like each one is so unique, but it accomplishes that goal in its own unique way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, this is like that our feels, little yearbook page dedicated yeah. to, like,
2: we're signing our little yearbook at the end of the year, yeah. like, never change.
0: That's what I was, <laughs> love you, never change. Never um, change. I just want to take a little shout out to say thank you to everybody who has listened and to everyone who has supported in some way or who has been on the podcast, how How joyful it has been for me and for the listeners to hear your story, and um, just how unique you—like Lily said—how unique each person was. And it takes a lot of vulnerability to come onto a audio form and talk about things that mean a lot to you. And I am extremely grateful that so many people have wanted to do it. And that so many more people still want to do it. So this is not goodbye. This is simply see you in a little bit. We'll take just a tiny little breather.
2: This is have a great summer. See you in the fall.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Have a great summer. See you in the fall.
2: Well, thank you, my love, for inviting me on this cool, cool journey. It's been very fun. And um, thank you for giving me my little, corner to sort of share kooky things that I get excited about. And uh, thank you to everyone who's listened to
0: all of my thoughts. (laughs) They've been perfect.
2: um, Thank you. Thank you very much. I've had the best time.
0: Me too. Well, I guess that's it. I guess that's it, everyone.
2: Thank you so much for listening into this special finale. Ooh. Things Lily can't stop thinking about. Final thoughts with Cat.
0: With Cat, and um, we'll see you really soon. Stay tuned for season two. Bum, 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 Happy thoughts with Cat.